Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. So Elon Musk hosted SNL on Saturday night, and I was uh, thinking the train wreck was going to happen, but it wasn't a disaster. It was fine. It was actually kind of interesting to uh, see him trying to show a comedic side to himself because that's certainly not him in real life yeah i didn't watch it all I, i've seen a couple of the bits i watched the monologue yeah. um I mean, I mean he's not an actor mm. uh so you could you know tell obviously you know anyone in that situation cameras on audience in front nerve-wracking yeah uh, it'd be nervous and you know he uh he had a couple of funny jokes in his monologue i think likely written for him but oh yeah of course yeah, yeah they don't just do that off the top of their right head. and then his uh, his mom struggled more with the cue cards than he did yeah yeah i thought i thought they all did good i was actually i thought it was pretty decent and probably funnier than expected and then all the moms come out they all listen all the moms of all the stars of snl you know struggle you see there's a you know there is a talent to it mm. um and uh, miley cyrus was great she always is was terrific voice now, there, I guess there's a bit of a debate going on because Elon claimed during his uh, monologue that he was the first person in history to host the show and uh, having Asperger's. Right. But then he said, or at least the first to admit it, it's good he qualified that because I guess uh, SNL cast member Dan Aykroyd revealed in 2013 that he has Asperger's. Oh, really? Yeah. And, of course, he has hosted uh, since being a star of the show. And it's funny to see online... You know, people going after it. They always do with SNL. It doesn't matter when it is. It could be the 2000s or the, the 2020s or the 1990s. If if that period in time is not your period right. of SNL time, then everything is crap. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all poop. And it was best in the 80s or it was best in the 90s or, you know. We have very selective memories, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we think back fondly. For me, you know, the era of SNL was probably around, you know, uh, Mike Myers and, and, you know, the, the Wayne's World and Garth. And, and to even see them do the commercials now, I still get a chuckle out of yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it moved to, the, you know, the Chris Rock and uh, along with, you know, certainly Chris Farley and, and Adam Sandler, David Spade. Those days were, were the high point of SNL for me. But... I remember only a select few bits. Sure. And then beyond that point, there's probably so many that just fell by the wayside that I just have selectively forgotten. Yeah, I'm reading Spade's uh, autobiography right now, and he brings up things like the Gap Girls and him and Sandler, and right. they used to all dress up like Gap Girls. And, and yeah, there was there were some terrific moments. I mean, I think I came into SNL probably around the time of Eddie Murphy, so mid, mid-80s, I would have been uh, in high school, and... Everybody's talking about this amazing, funny guy on SNL. So, because I don't think I watched a lot of it before that. And now I've been a fan of SNL through it all, through the 90s, through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always been something that you you take from it and go, oh, this person is great. Or, for the longest time now, the women of the show have, I, I thought, have been the strongest. Right. You know, Kate, there is nobody funnier than Kate McKinnon. Oh, she's fantastic. She's just yeah. brilliant. Cicely Strong is really good. Uh, Melissa Villanueva is really, really good. Kristen Wiig before that as yeah, well, right? Yeah. Like, Tina Fey, yeah. Amy Poehler, yeah. For a while now, the women have really dominated on that show. So, uh, great moment with Pete Davidson. He does this character Chad, right? Where he's just always like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, <laughs> okay, done. And it was brilliant. Chad on Mars was great, and even Weekend Update. Taking the pee out of Elon Musk about his douche coin. <laughs> or dogecoin, whichever douche, you call it. Douche coin sounds funnier. Uh, and he finally admitted at the end of it that it's all just a hustle. Right. Just a scam. So. 
Yeah, yeah, he did fine. He did good. I thought it was uh, was really, uh, as far as being a guy coming on who isn't a, you know, a celebrity, an actor. They've had others. They've had Trump and others do it. and They kind of drummed up their own controversy with it, right? Mm. Like, you know... He, a controversial character, just in in the way that he's just, there's a mystique about him. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's, you know, and he even mentioned how he's just given to just tweet odd things every now and then. Not necessarily just to stir things up, it's just the way his brain works. Right. Um, but the fact that he's not an actor uh, or a comedian, mm-hmm. you know, right away to be on a, a live comedic show just mm-hmm. seems like a, a, an odd fit. And then there were apparently cast members who were upset that he was going to be there, and that yeah. drummed up more. Yeah. Listen, I've seen celebrities, actors, and musicians who have hosted and bombed bigger right. than he did, so he was fine. <laughs> Hope everybody had a good Mother's Day. Hope you took care of your mama. Did you do something for your mama, Lucky? Yes. Yeah, what'd you do? Uh, I got her a gift. Swung by and picked up Dropped a dinner she off. made for you? <laughs> I did not. No. No, I did not. It's a classic Lucky move. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Ma! Any meatloaf, Ma? Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yes, we took care of Mom. Perfect. Yeah, we uh, we swung by my mother-in-law's on Friday night because uh, Saturday I was getting my vax. And so on Sunday for Mother's Day, Maria had to mother me. So Mother's Day was fine. We just uh, hung out and the boys sent Maria flowers and a, a family photo that we had taken over Christmas. And so that was uh, that was nice of them. They stepped up. They acknowledged. Good. Yeah, it all arrived on uh, on Saturday. So that was good. All around good. And listen, if you haven't had your your vaccination yet and you are concerned, both Lucky and I have had the AZ. And uh, uh, outside of the extra girth and erection time, <laughs> uh, I'm feeling great. <laughs> the crazy twitch. Yeah. And, of course, you know, gates in my head. Shut up! <laughs> God, he won't. You know what? I understand why Melinda left him now. Uh, I, I mean, he just won't. Yes. Oh, sorry, hold on. Uh, yes, I'm signing up for the resistance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> so annoying, Bill. People behind you in the newsroom are like, what the hell is wrong with him right now? He's leaning over and screaming at us. Um, Oh, Bill, Bill just mentioned that you haven't been getting back to him either about joining the resistance. That wears off after a Does week, it? don't worry. <laughs> Does he just kind of fade into yeah, that background? Fades out. Yeah. All right, very and, good. Uh, he just watches from behind. Because <laughs> he hasn't stopped talking to me since I got this thing. It's a tad annoying. Middle of the night. Uh, have you been doing anything crazy or weird during lockdown, especially if you're living on your own? Um, a bunch of people shared some of their crazy and odd habits. That they've added to their routine okay. in the last year. A woman stopped eating the cream in the middle of her Oreo cookies. Instead, she now smashes them into a softball-sized hunk of cream, and she's hoarding that for later. <laughs> she's like a fur ball. <laughs> she's going to have a big ball of Whoa. Oreo cream to eat at some point. I don't think you want to be around her when that happens. <laughs> a, uh, a family had a plastic duck just sitting around. Okay. So they've been placing it on the floor all over their house and then pretending it got there on its own. (laughs) I guess kind of like your elf on the shelf. Gotcha. Uh, A woman read that if you keep feeding crows, they'll start bringing gifts like bottle caps. So now she does this every day, hoping they'll bring garbage gifts. (laughs) They haven't yet. (laughs) You've got a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. (laughs) You've reached a new low when you're looking for garbage to be delivered to you. From crows. 
uh, other wildlife in people's backyards. Someone named every squirrel in their yard and gave them a backstory. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. Uh, Someone downloaded an app that tracks planes overhead. Now they check to see where people are flying in from and imagine what it would be like to live there. Right. Yeah, there is that. You can just uh, automatically, as soon as something's going over your head, you can now look and find out exactly where that flight's from. Yeah. Someone admitted they've been watching shows and hitting pause to argue about the plot with an imaginary friend on the couch. Oh. So you're now, that's, they, they, wow. you, might, you might be heading into a doctor visit time. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got to tell you, I've developed a thing now where it is one heck of a hate for pausing shows. Oh, really? Like, now that we have that ability, right. it's like we use it too much. And mm. it's always like, oh, we got to, uh, yeah, hang on, pause a second. I got to go do something. It's like, it doesn't have to be done. And right now. Right now. Yeah. You know, nothing has to be done right away. And, and, and you know, the amount of pausing, because we're eating as we go, sure. right? And as, you know, everyone just eats around the couch now and around the ottoman. Yeah. And we're watching shows as we do. And we've got things that we've taped and the, whatever it may be. But it's always like, oh, pause. I just got to go, you know, just got to go do something. One's got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, somebody needs and water. Then, you know, needs water or refill. And then Adrian, you know, will start, if she's got the time, then we'll start to, like, clean the dishes. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, she right in the middle of a show. Oh, yeah. Like, what was, like, a 10-second pause yeah. for a bathroom break for one kid? Turns into, like, 20 minutes. And then the dog's got to go out. Right. And I'll just sit on the couch stewing. Watching now. this chaos around you. Watching a paused television <laughs> saying, can we not get through? That's and there's great. something with it, like, like, for me now, I'll start a show. And this is my might be why I don't watch new movies. Mm. And and while because like there have been times where I've gotten less than three minutes into something mm. and have had to pause it because World War Three has broken out <laughs> all of a sudden. And I thought, you know what? I might as well not even start. Like, yeah. Three minutes. <laughs> like one was like two minutes and forty five seconds. I got into a show and I had to stop it. And I went, this is ridiculous. I'd rather go watch like you know something the fugitive again because at least I know I don't have to pause it. I know how it ends. It seems like probably the boys and even Adrian go, oh, we think daddy is happy right now. Oh, yeah. We have to ruin that. <laughs> we, can't, we can't have him enjoying I his life. sunk into a new show. I'm all ready to go. Pause. If you're considering getting a, a puppy or a kitten, perhaps, cost you about the same to raise them. Um, with all the uh, chew toys and uh, Halloween costumes your pets hate to wear, <laughs> that you stick them in, and Christmas hats and such, and Trips to the vet, food. It's about $135 a month to own a dog or a cat spread out over its about 10 years of life over on its average. Lifetime. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say a lot up front. Mm. And then probably levels out a little bit or, or lowers and then gets expensive. Especially yeah. these days with COVID pricing. Right. A dog yeah. that used to cost you 500 bucks is about 3500 bucks <laughs> now. That <laughs> seems reasonable. Free is 3500 bucks. The smaller they are, the more expensive they get. Of course. Um, so if they live an average of 10 years, there's about 16 grand in total that you could spend on a cat or a dog and raising it through its life. Or you could just put it aside and get a small car, I guess. Right. Pick right. up a Kia or something. <laughs> But you fall in love with them, and so many of us use the term of fur baby or even son and daughter when referring to their pets. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I yell at mine (laughs) all the same. 
Who gets yelled at more, the boys or the dog? Oh, tough to tell. <laughs> tough to tell. Any given day. Yeah, you never know what's going on. So, yeah, it certainly is an investment. And I know they got puppy insurance and all that other stuff now, so you can do that. But just as they age, boy, we went through that with that little dog. We had Murphy and... In the last couple of years of his life, he just, he costs a lot. Like, every time I turned around, it was another $500 yeah. bill at the vet, you know. Yeah, we took out insurance. And, and just because it, it seems like it was a smart thing to do. When you're not really sure what you're getting into <laughs> right off the bat. Yep. Right? And uh, and so and it works out. It's like twenty bucks a month or something like that. It's it's not really that bad early on. And we've already had to use it in, in, in surgery. So Right, right. Yeah, you know, it's you fall in love with them, and, and you do. And I, you know, we've had to have a couple put down along the way, and it's it's brutal. It's that kind of one time you're standing there in the hallway. I remember Marie and I holding on to Murphy. I yelled at that thing so many times, and then at the end, I was blubbering over him in the hallway. So <laughs> it can be tough to say goodbye to a to a pet. Well, it's because it's a it's a decision, yeah. right? Like when you're making that decision, you're making it for the right reasons, right? Because you don't want it to suffer. But it, you know, you still have to feel guilty that okay, we're giving up on you, kind yeah, of thing. We don't talk about grandpa like that, do we? <laughs> at the table, uh, is it time to put Gramps down? He's right. he's rubbing his bum on the floor. Yeah. What should we do? <laughs> Gramps is over there going, "I can hear you." Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of dogs, the Obamas had to put down uh, their dog Bo. You know, they had him for twelve years, in human years. And uh, Barack put a nice little tribute out. He says, today our family lost a true friend and loyal companion. For more than a decade, Bo was a constant, gentle presence in our lives, happy to see us on our good days or bad days, and every day in between. And that's, you know, that's a great thing about a dog, right? There's no judgment. Yeah. You know, they just love you, unconditional. There's uh, there's some great posts online that say, we don't deserve dogs. Mm. You look at what some dogs do mm-hmm. for some people. It's, it's incredible. It's pretty impressive, yeah. He tolerated all the fuss that came with him being in the White House, had big bark but no bite, loved to jump in the pool in the summer, was unflappable with children, lived for scraps around the dinner table, and had great hair. <laughs> so... <laughs> Look who joins us for Helinda's Meats. It's Teddy Reader. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, Craigie? How you doing, Lucky? Not too bad, Ted. Yourself? Ah, you know. Sun's up. Yeah. Having a good day. You're upright? I'm upright. That's, I'm upright. That's something right there. <laughs> what are we gonna be uh what are we gonna be grilling at Casa Barbecue at some point today, Teddy? What do we figure is going on the grill? Well, it is uh Ontario asparagus season right now. Okay. Just starting. Oh, okay. And uh, those beautiful tender green sticks, well, I think I should tell you how to do them on the grill. That would be great. Real, you know... real simple. Okay. All right? Yeah. So if the stalks are small and thin, just trim off the bottom end. If they're bigger, you want to peel them a little bit. And then soak them in water, cold water. Get a bowl, put the spears in the bowl, and leave them in the water. All right? Mm-hmm. Get a lemon, some salt and pepper, and a little bit of olive oil. That's all you're going to need. Head out to your grill, leaving the asparagus in the water. Fire up your grill. Get it super, super, super hot. When it's nice and hot, take the asparagus out of the water. Don't pat them dry. While they're soaking, soaking, soaking wet, throw them onto the grill. Okay. Close your lid. This is going to steam them before they start to grill. Oh, good trick. And so hot and fast, you're going to get that tender. They'll start to turn bright. And in literally like two to three minutes, you should have grilled asparagus. So you steam them for about a minute 
in there, open the lid, and then start moving them around. And when they're bright green, hit them with a squeeze of lemon, drizzle of olive oil, salt and pepper, and you're done. You want to start getting them a little charred, too, yes, before they come off? But just a little. You don't want to – see, a grill is looking for moisture. Right. And it wants to take all the moisture out of whatever food you're cooking. If you're cooking a steak, it's looking for the moisture in the steak. If you're cooking a burger, it wants the moisture in the burger. It wants to suck all the moisture out of your food. So you want asparagus is tender. They're small. Um, they're full of flavor. And you don't want to overcook them because when you take that moisture out of them, they're just going to be dry little sticks. And that's not what you want to eat. You want them to be tender and sweet. And so it's a hot, fast grill. And that water, that moisture gives you that quick steam to help tenderize them. And then a quick char on there, move them around. Oh, and, and a bit of advice there, lucky for you. Yeah. Yeah. you got to go across the grates, <laughs> not with the grates when I was, they fall through. I was going to ask. Uh, I, I, I've learned that uh, the hard way in many occasions. Um, but, uh, but also, I mean, there are barbecue baskets and stuff you could, you could use for this too, if you wanted to, right? You, you can definitely do that. You can put them into a, a basket in a nice, even layer. You can, even if you wanted to get a little fancy, you could wrap the, each asparagus and maybe a little slice of prosciutto or some bacon. But when you start adding meats and things to the asparagus, especially if they're small, you're going to, by the time the meat is cooked, the asparagus is going to be overcooked. Now, when we're, so, when we're uh, barbecuing or when we're buying our asparagus, are we looking for the thicker pieces or the thinner ones? Well, that's a personal choice. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of like sex. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a lot of girth in my asparagus. <laughs> Craig's just happy with what he gets. <laughs> that's it. No, that's Maria's just happy with right. what she gets. Um, now, so, and then we just chop off the, uh, the tough parts on the ends there, wash them up, put them in the water, and uh, let them soak in. Now, I find sometimes when I've uh, either roasted asparagus, I'll blanch them perhaps, and then I'll, I'll roast them and then take them out and throw a little Parmesan at the end. But I, I often get like that slimy, that stringy stuff on them. What, how can I cure that problem? Well, when you're, when you're blanching, if you're going to blanch first, uh, bring the water to the boil, mm-hmm. put a bit of salt into that water, okay. and then it's in return to the boil and take them out and plunge them into cold water. Okay. You've got to get them into the cold water and chill them right down right away. Okay. Or they're going to continue to cook. And then they're right? overcooked, so that, yeah. That'll, that'll give you sometimes that little, if they overcook, you get that little bit of a sliminess to them. Oh, okay. And uh, All right. Teddy, this, uh, this may be a stupid question. It likely is. but uh, <laughs> There are no stupid questions. I've never had white <laughs> asparagus, but I've seen it. Is there a difference? Well, white as- yes, there is. Uh, white asparagus are, are extremely uh, sweet and delicious, but they require a little bit more time. They can be, when they're raw, they're a little bit tougher. So uh, usually what I like to do with white asparagus, I don't like to, to throw them onto the grill as much because they take a little bit too long and then they just get overcharred. Mm. So with those, I like to blanch them slowly. I usually take a little bit of orange juice, some butter, and some water, and then I poach them in that liquid until they're tender and then pull them out. And then afterwards, if you'd like to throw them on the grill, you can. But it's hot and fast and quick at that point. But just a nice slow blanch. In orange juice? Yes. Wow. Orange juice, water, butter, a little bit of salt and pepper. Huh. And then uh, pop them on the stove, bring the water to the boil, and then pop in your asparagus and turn the heat down. 
The problem I've always had simmer until they're tender. The problem I've always had with white asparagus is their privileged lifestyle. <laughs> Find them to be yes. Yeah. <laughs> always had a problem with that. All right. Teddy, if people want to talk grilling, they got questions for you. And remember, no dumb questions. Although sometimes when I ask questions, um, it seems to be a dumb question. <laughs> yeah, but we expect that. <laughs> people want to get a hold of you, Teddy. Talk uh, asparagus, grilling vegetables. It is a great time of year to do that. How do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me at Ted, <laughs> at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue the Joint. A bunch of women were asked on Reddit to share things that guys think are really attractive about themselves, but they really aren't. <laughs> and at the top of the list is nudity. Wow, yes. Male nudity. Women say everything related to male nudity, pictures of male nudity, male nudity in person, all male nudity, now and forever. And a lot of us dudes walking around, especially in the summertime, with our big boilers and our shirts off, mm -hmm. thinking we're hot. They don't like it, fellas. Put shirt back on. Uh, talking bad about other guys to make yourself seem better. Okay. Bad-mouthing another dude. Also calling an ex crazy. So say you're uh, dating a new woman and all oh. you do is, you know, oh, man, when I was going out with so-and-so, she was off her rocker, right. blah, blah, blah. And I don't think it's a good idea to talk about your ex at all, mm. really. Like, don't bring it up, no. good or bad. She didn't do it that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> talking about being horny. Mm. They don't want to hear it. No? No. Uh, these are what the women are saying. Yeah. Not being able to do the most basic cooking or housework, which shows you're looking for a girlfriend to be your mom. True. L loading up on the cologne, jewelry, or hair gel. <laughs> I do them all. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Mr. T when you go out. Yeah. Persisting over and over and over and over when you've gotten a clear, de definite no. I thought that's your move. No, my move is just to hang in the weeds. Oh, okay. I'm like a rattlesnake. Right, yeah. I just sit there and I wait. Eventually, she's going to come around. Played that game for a while. I called it the Mr. Next in line. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes just, you can just, be... Just being around there, presenting a viable option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's no. something desirable. Yeah. Just viable. Maria used to say, no, no, no. All right, come on in. <laughs> you must be cold out there. <laughs> sit down. Be quiet. No, it's it, it's a it's a, it's not the best move because you're really harboring on that uh, friend zone, right? Yeah, but I find like a rash, just stick around. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 had a cream and everything trying to get rid of me. Uh, yeah, I bet. And I would. I kept coming back. And finally, fellas, things that you think are attractive about you, but women think aren't: owning a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.